today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years. Cashandcarrykitchens.ie Email todaycb at rte.ie So cough syrup containing codeine is to be made available on prescription only in Britain over fears that it could lead to opioid addiction. Codeine linctus is used to relieve dry and tickly coughs. It is currently available over the counter in Ireland. So the question is, should we follow suit here and make it prescription only? I'm joined on the line by Kate O'Connell, a pharmacist based in Dublin. Good morning, Kate. Good morning, Claire. So tell us about this, this codeine linctus, which is used, as I say, for for tickly coughs. So in Ireland, we have um, guidelines for the safe supply of codeine to to the public. And codeine cannot be advertised in Irish pharmacies, nor can... um, nor can, um, it must be held out of view. So we have rules in place here already. What's happened um, across the border is that codeine linctus, which is a highly concentrated form of codeine, every teaspoon, every five mils, has 15 milligrams of codeine in it. And it's used largely for um, cough suppression. And this has now changed in the north to require a prescription for supply. Mm -hmm. So... The reason why it is kept out of view and it's so restricted in pharmacies is because it's an addictive substance. Is that right? It is indeed. And um, opiates, codeine is an opioid and um, it is an addictive substance. There are many items available over the counter like Neurofen Plus and Salpidine and certain forms of migraine that have codeine in them. And they are also subject to restrictions. Now, codeine um, is subject to abuse. And pharmacists have a series of of guidelines to go through in order to supply coding to the public. And we're very vigilant in that. However, people do circumvent the rules and they are nomadic, I suppose, in in going around to various pharmacies to get coding. And um, this would, to some extent, in the north, I suppose, restrict access. Now, is that the right is that the right thing to do? We do know that where access is restricted, that people will go down other avenues to access medicines, be it online or in the grey market. So I'd like to see how it works out in the UK. Um, this guideline has come out, or this rule has come out, changing it to prescription based on um, a collaborative approach between various stakeholders, healthcare professionals. I'd like to see does it work, does it set out to achieve um, patient care, patient safety, while also supplying very much needed medicines in the community. And we must take into account that GPs are under pressure. They don't need a stream of patients coming in with persistent coughs looking for coding prescriptions. So there is pressure on the health service. So there's positives and negatives here. Does it work for the cough suppression? Yes, it is. There's evidence and in other countries. So, for example, if we look to our European partners in the Netherlands, coding is prescribed for cough suppression on prescription. And there are no coding products available over the counter in the Netherlands at the minute. Mm -hmm. So there are changes across Europe with regard to this. um, But in terms of, this is about, for pharmacists, this is about providing care to patients while also safeguarding public health and also being there as someone that can refer patients down the correct pathway if they are in um, in addiction. So what is your own experience of it? I mean, are you aware of people coming in who mightn't have had a cough for 12 months but are looking for this... this, um, cough bottle and cough suppressant for other reasons? So you will have genuine patients, obviously, and there will be circumstances where a pharmacist will choose to recommend um, codeine linked or codeine-containing products. 
Um, obviously, um, in light of COVID, a persistent dry cough tends to be a symptom of long COVID. And I'm sure most of the GPs don't want all of those people landing in. So there is a role in community. However, you will meet people um, who you know know the answers to the questions that we ask, manage to circumvent the rules, perhaps try come in when you're busy. And if you're operating a late night or, or, or city pharmacy, you have to be vigilant to that. And that takes up time too, to, to effectively do our, our job safely. Mm-hmm. I mean, people might just purely by accident fall into a, a codeine addiction, would you say? Well, it's like any addiction, be it codeine or if we look to the States and opiates, opioids, I mean, you're looking at um, education being key here. Many people may have an operation, may require genuinely and legitimately be prescribed medications and in order, and then they become addicted through their you know, necessary pain relief. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think community pharmacies and GPs have to be vigilant. Stopping everything everything is not going to stop addiction. It's about how we educate people on the potential for addiction and help them out of addiction. So just to be clear, you're not saying you want this to go on prescription straight away here, but you want to see what happens now in the UK because they've taken that decision. Well, we don't want, pharmacists don't want to see patients left without. Um, Pulling the curtain down on this immediately um, will leave a void as it is an effective treatment. I do think it's important that we look towards the, the addiction as a whole and pharmacists and GPs work together to make sure that um, people aren't ending up addicted to coding because it's a serious addiction and a serious lifelong impact and it perhaps doesn't have the negative stigma other mm. forms of addiction have. Okay, Kate, we leave it there. Thank you very much. That's Kate O'Connell coming up next. Adam Maguire, RT Business Journalist, will be with us. 51551 Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.